This program is sponsored by Larry Dersham. Tired of the negative news and flashover substance? It's time for Live with Dr. Wendy. Dr. Wendy Patrick is a trial attorney, patriot, and Ph.D. with a passion for people and a penchant for politics. Dr. Wendy brings you the headlines, streamlined news you can use. It's time to be informed, engaged, and entertained. Now, here's your host, Dr. Wendy Patrick. Good evening and welcome to another edition of Live with Dr. Wendy. I'm Dr. Wendy Patrick and you are listening to Live with Dr. Wendy. I'm here with Larry Dersham, my co-host. He is an estate planning attorney, constitutional law expert, and a hearing officer for the County of San Diego. It's time for the headlines with a silver lining, substance seasoned with salt. This edition of Live with Dr. Wendy is sponsored by Trinity Law School. Learn the law live the faith. Well, the grand reopening is upon us. Other states are already open. We have been watching footage of people dining in restaurants. Remember when we used to do that? Having their hair cut by a professional for a change. And we're watching and learning about what is working in other states, how we can all stay masked, gloved, and socially distanced. And we're taking our cue from other places in terms of what is that going to look like here? Now, obviously, some small business owners in particular are arguing we have to balance health and wealth. We don't want to have people risking their lives to make a living. But nonetheless, we are still trying to figure out what that looks like here. Is it going to look any different? Now, one of the places that we have been allowed to go is the beach. Have you been to the beach yet? Hey, Wendy, yes, I've been there. Uh, yeah, first of all, I wanted to give a shout out to my brother, Phil, who's in South Carolina listening to this program. He's probably at the beach over there, although there is a time difference. Uh, but yes, I went actually to the beach today. And what we found, there's lots and lots of people, but few people were sitting and there's signs posted. In fact, I actually took a picture, a couple of pictures on my cell phone, and they say, no stopping, no sitting, keep six feet social distance, prevent the spread of the COVID-19 virus. That's right. It looks very different. And there are lots and lots of rules. You can't bring anything. You can't stop. You can't sit. You can't this. You can't that. But here is something that I find very interesting that is trending I would say globally, and that has to do with what you wear to the beach. Now, we all usually wear the same kinds of things. We've got swimming trunks. There's wetsuits if you're going to surf, bathing suits, including bikinis. But this summer, post-pandemic, we are introduced to the trikini. Have you heard about this? No, what's that? Well, the trikini is what happens, according to a great story in the New York Post, when high fashion meets the high seas amid a pandemic. This is an Italian design. It's a colorful face mask bikini set, dubbed the Trikini. Now, this was originally created as a joke, but it is selling like hotcakes. These things are flying off the shelves. So you've got the bikini bottoms, the bikini top, and then the matching mask, the Trikini. It's going to trend. I guarantee you we're going to see it here in San Diego on the beach. It is supposedly the first pandemic safe swimwear combo that we'll probably be seeing more of. 
Now, matching these up is one thing, but the facial tan lines, I suppose, is going to be a little bit of a challenge. Now, one of the other challenges, by the way, with these trikini sets and masks in general, are how do you sip your cocktails or your soda or whatever you're enjoying when you're out in the sun? Have you seen these new masks that have the hole for the straw? And what do we think about those? Yeah, those... um... I have not really seen those, but I, I do know there's many uh, different types of designs out there uh, that people are wearing for face masks. But one thing was interesting, to go back to the beach just for a second, I observed today, we were in the Pacific Beach area, and there were so many people walking on the beach, some of them running. But I, I would say nine out of ten people did not have a face mask on. They were just soaking yes. in those vitamin D uh, you know, rays, but they were not wearing a face mask, but there were, you know, go ahead. No, I'm glad you brought that up because that visual is something that um, we've been talking about a lot. And it's one of the things that I'm writing about in psychology today is that we tend, if we have been reading a lot and we think everybody should be masked, obviously, because we don't know if we're symptomatic or not. Sometimes we tend to get defensive and be angry when other people aren't wearing masks without stopping and thinking they may have a totally different understanding of ways in which the virus is spread. Uh, we all, we're all watching different news programs. Some of us are consuming more news than, than not. Um, but is that, does, that, does the no mask trend seem to be what you're seeing in San Diego beaches, even though we're supposed to be wearing them outside? Well, I think in, in the beach area where I, we spend a lot of time, and I, I would say for the younger people that tend to live in the beach area, uh, that I would say they don't like to wear masks. And, yeah. But when you stand in line in like a, a supermarket uh, or even like a Home Depot, people do have masks on. And I think they probably wouldn't let you in the store if you didn't have it. No, I think you're probably right. And one of the other times, one of the few times you can actually take off your mask in public is when you are, you guessed it, eating in a restaurant. OK, maybe you can drink through a hole for the straw, but you cannot eat wearing a mask. And that is the next step for us is we we're watching on the news. We're seeing other cities. They open restaurants. There are people that are dining inside. They're using real silverware. We're jealous. We're waiting for it to come here. But when it does, it won't be the same. We have taken all of this for granted and it's going to look very, very different. But before I tell you about some hot new topics that are trending regarding what our San Diego restaurants are going to look like, we want to hear from you. Do you have a favorite restaurant you are going to visit that you can't wait to visit once it opens up again? Call us and let us know. Join the discussion. 888-344-1170. Would like to hear which, what you're going to go, what, which one you're going to go to, I should say, first. But one of the trends that's been sweeping the nation is the fact that it's really not pleasurable to go to a restaurant if it's only 25% occupied. 10% occupied. After all, there's the ambiance factor that makes a meal more enjoyable. So a South Carolina restaurant has a unique approach to enforcing social distancing. Blow-up dolls. Let that sink in for a minute. Inflatable people. What do you think they use them for? I don't want to even guess. What? Okay. Social props. Now, who saw this coming? You have a 50% full restaurant. You have people that are just wondering why they feel like they're in a Twilight Zone episode 
instead of the bustling ambiance environment that they're used to. So they seat these inflatable people in every other booth. So they're both allowing social distancing. They're making people feel comfortable that they're far enough away from other patrons. And those booths would otherwise simply be sitting empty. So what have they done? They've created a sense of community. Now I've heard that these artificial people are not great tippers, but they're also not loud talkers. So you can actually enjoy both your meal and your conversation. And one other thing, because they don't eat much, you will not be waiting for your food to come out even if they ordered first. And that is what is going to look and seem and feel very different for us when we go back out to restaurants. Sometimes we think, oh, I like that Italian restaurant. They've got the best dressing. They've got the best garlic bread. But would you want to go there with your favorite dressing and garlic bread if you were the only one in the restaurant? Would that be fun for you? Well, I noticed that these restaurants that will be opening up, it'll be at half capacity. So that's, right. that's going to really cut down on their uh, profit uh, tremendously. And, uh, and, even, and if they can even get half capacity, because one of the things that, have, that we've been polling Americans for the last couple of weeks, and the question's been asked, well, when you're allowed to go out again, will you? And an enormously high percentage of people have been saying, not yet. So you're right. They can say we'll have half capacity, but they won't even get that, which means they're going to have to have even more inflatable people to look like there's more people in the booths. Yeah. And what if they take your temperature? What if you're on a date with your wife or your spouse or somebody else you know, and uh, you pass the, the temperature test, but the person you're with doesn't? Do you uh, find a new restaurant? Do you go home? Does that ruin the date? Uh, interesting things that uh, we're going to be looking at in the future. Or are you going to be forced to quarantine if they, the temperature is taken? We'll save that for another time because that's a great question. But when we, when we talk about why you want to go to a restaurant, obviously you want other people to be there. Not so many you can't get in the door. But there's also this issue of lighting and music and real silverware. All of those kinds of things that make a dining experience very fulfilling. But one of the other things, let's move from fake patrons to real rules. There will be a whole series of guidelines that are going to be implemented at these establishments if they're going to allow, especially indoor seating, utensils, pristine glasses. These things will probably come out right at the last minute, right before diners take a seat. And then we have the issue of disposable condiments and make sure you don't mix those up with the hand sanitizer. So it really isn't going to be exactly what we remember. The question is going to be, will it be as enjoyable? This is where we want to hear from you. Call the show and let us know what you think about this. Are you going to go right back out? Are you satisfied with curbside dining? Or are you going to be able to sit in a restaurant for 30 minutes or however long they let you without having anxiety about who was there before you? The bottom line is, it is not going to be the same. We're going to continue to talk about this after the break. We want you to stay with us. And we also would love for you to call the show and join the conversation. So stay with us and we will be back in a flash.
News Cycle lowlights have no place here. You're listening to Headline Highlights live with Dr. Wendy on The Answer San Diego. For some, it's about prestige, power, a partnership, and corner office. The passion isn't for the client's lawsuit, but the suits they want to wear. For some, a career in law is only about money. We believe it's more. It's a way to make a difference. We emphasize a biblical worldview, not billable hours. We believe justice is when the wrongly convicted go free, when an attorney secures the rights of the homeless and the innocent unborn. We stress academic excellence, Christian values. We instill a passion for human rights and religious freedom. So no matter what kind of law you choose to practice, you will do it with an unwavering ethical standard. We are Trinity Law School in Orange County, affordable, accredited by the California Bar, and open to those who've completed 60 units. In associates or bachelors, we offer full tuition scholarships and federal student aid to those who qualify. We also know that you may be considering online education in light of coronavirus. Trinity Law is one of the first California accredited law schools approved to offer a fully online JD. So whether you plan to attend school on campus, 100% online, or a hybrid of both, we have classes to meet your needs. Trinity Law School also offers a fully online Master of Legal Studies degree. If you're not looking to become an attorney but need legal education to advance in your current or future career, with the increase in employers looking for talent with legal knowledge, many people are choosing an MLS over an MBA. This program offers nine tracks such as human resources management, contracts and negotiation, nonprofit organizations, church and ministry management, criminal justice, and human rights. The kind of legal professional you become depends on the kind of law school you attend. Become the kind of advocate justice depends on. Text the word justice to 714-844-7744 to request more information about these programs. That's the word justice to 714-844-7744. Trinity Law School. Learn the law. Live the faith. It's time for more news you can use. The headlines streamline. It's time for more Live with Dr. Wendy. Now here's your host, Dr. Wendy Patrick. Welcome back to Live with Dr. Wendy. Thank you for joining us this evening. My co-host Larry Dersham and I have been talking about what dining out is going to look like post-pandemic. We've talked about inflatable people. We've talked about how you possibly social distance dine, particularly when you've got a waiter coming over to somehow take your order. He can't stand six feet away and expect to hear each other, especially if everybody's wearing masks. But there are other out-of-the-box, unique ideas that restaurants are using. Now, that, of course, includes contactless payment. So dueling over the check may actually become about who can draw their phone out the fastest. But one of the other very interesting trends that we're seeing all over the country is parking lot dining. So let me ask you, do you eat in your car? I've actually tried it several, a number of times. Uh, my wife and I sometimes will go to um, a, a fancy, like a Greek food restaurant, and we'll eat in the car. And the trick is to keep it all bounced on your lap so you don't spill it. I would say I don't really like doing that. It's kind of a last resort. Uh, another one is the, the, the drive through taco shops. If you try to eat a burrito or a taco and put the hot sauce on, it is almost impossible to not and spill you, it. And you nailed it. Yeah. It depends on what you order, doesn't it? You it does. wouldn't eat ribs and barbecue sauce in a car, and you probably wouldn't eat a tostada. But eating in the car has become about 
all the kinds of things you can do to make it seem a little bit more comfortable when you can't get it all the way home and expect it to still be warm. So this is no longer just for detectives on a stakeout. This is the real thing. So here's the trend. Some restaurants are saying, come out of your car, bring your own furniture if you need to, or we'll supply it. Parking lot dining is the real thing. We have real plates, real silverware. We will walk your order out to your car and serve it as if you were sitting inside. And we've now spaced out the cars in specially pre-ordered spaces nine feet away. This is literally fine dining from a distance. Now, this is important because we don't want this to be confused with the kind of tailgating we like to do before a football game. Think of it rather, according to some of these articles that are coming out showcasing this new method of dining, as relaxing outside over sometimes a multi-course dinner served by a real waiter or waitress on real plates. Now, that's an experience. Now, the interesting thing about this is there are some people that say, hey, we'll give you your designated slip. We'll allow you to bring out your own furniture or we'll bring it for you. Um, they call this sometimes pod dining styles. So that could mean you bring your own plexiglass or you've got tables and cushions. But the bottom line is you're actually dining in the parking lot of the restaurant where you're buying the food. Yeah, it's um, it's a, definitely a new trend. And I'll, I'll say this, that there's been uh, not everybody, all these restaurants have fared that well, unfortunately. And uh, I'll give you an example. The cafeterias and the buffets have been hit hard. And one of my, my favorite, actually, it's my very favorite buffet of all time uh, is the soup plantation. And uh, they are, they're closing all of their stores. Tragedy. Yeah, tragedy. Now, I've got a personal uh, story to tell you about this. My friend that I grew up with in Bay Park, Stephen Hoy, was the founder of the Soup Plantation. Uh, he's got a really interesting story. He tried to become a veterinarian. There's only about four or five veterinarian schools in the entire country. And because of the affirmative action, he would counsel people on how to do math, how to do biology, how to do chemistry. They would get in. But he never would. They wouldn't let him in uh, because of the affirmative action. And so he said, well, what am I doing? I, I've been uh, serving as a restaurant manager. I'm just going to start my own restaurant. And he, he started that restaurant with his wife and I think a few friends. And I met him surfing one day. And I said, hey, how's it going, Steve? He said, well, I started a new soup and salad uh, restaurant on Mission Gorge. You should come up and try it. And, oh, our first year we just grossed a million dollars. And I thought, soup and salad? You you made that much money? And well, he said, Soup Plantation is a household name. Yeah. And uh, so he's doing really good. And I think he's fine. Uh, and they were bought out by a bigger company. But uh, that's just one sad story. Again, I really will miss that place. And I hope. Well, that that's an interesting story for a variety of reasons, a couple of which are very practical to those of us that love the buffet style. And think of it. Are we really going to say we're going to take away buffets? There are salad bars in many of our favorite restaurants. There are cafeterias in schools, in hospitals, in dorm rooms, in all the kinds of places that we know might be hard hit by the virus. But if we then have a vaccine, which hopefully, fingers crossed, we'll have sooner rather than later, why can't we bring back the buffets once we've been able to find a way to deal with the virus? Are we really going to say that model is unworkable? So Soup Plantation, also known as Sweet Tomatoes on the East Coast, is one of those restaurants that is really a sign of the times 
in sustainability. Um, I would also say Golden Corral, and I could think of many others. There's lots of those models there that hopefully will be making a comeback. But as far as what will it look like once we open up, maybe immediately there will be other methods of ordering or at least giving somebody your order of what you'd like to have if, in fact, you're used to going to buffets. But the second question, and maybe even more importantly, is how do you know how far six feet is? I mean, do you bring a yardstick with you? Or is there another way? Well, again, this just in, headline from Berlin. A cafe in Germany is celebrating its grand reopening, as many of these restaurants are. But what they are handing out in order to effectuate social distancing accurately are pool noodles. Do you know what a pool noodle is? I've seen them. Yeah, you can get them in many of the um, the stores. I think, for example, Target and uh, a Walmart. Pool noodle. Yes, that's right. That's where you can get them. But a pool noodle is something that these patrons are wearing on their heads because apparently they're six feet long. And you wear those things, and when you look from your right and to your left, what are you doing? You're creating a six-foot buffer zone. It's a, and they're foam. You're not going to put somebody's eye out. They are. They make for great selfies, and stories of this restaurant have gone viral. But I have to say that this was not unique. Many of our listeners might remember the, the Walmart guy wearing the pool noodle on his head while he was doing his shopping in order to make sure everybody stayed six feet away from him. So maybe not new, maybe an ingenious idea, but it really highlights the problem that we really don't know how far away to stay. And of all places, restaurants, that's where the masks are off. That's where there's coughing, if God forbid you inhale wrong. That's where there's talking, sometimes loud talking, if you don't have a a table full of inflatable people next to you. So these are the kinds of very practical things we are going to have to keep in the forefront of our minds when we venture back out into these restaurants. Uh, And by the way, where do you and Hua have a place that you're going to go first? We like to go to Vietnamese restaurants a lot. And right now you can basically go to that restaurant you've always been going to, but you have to kind of walk in and you're the only one there. You pick up your takeout and you take it with you. Uh, But I would like to almost see the science behind this six foot distancing. I've heard 13 feet. Do viruses really jump? I think it really needs to be looked at. There's differences of opinion. Now, if you want to, if you want to maintain your six foot distance, uh, I'm a realtor too. And you can buy these little things that, uh, they're like sonar and you can tell how big a room is. I, I suppose you could set that for, if you're within six feet, it'll start to beep. And there's an idea for somebody that might want to patent that. But, um, that's a great idea. Yeah. But it is interesting. I would like to see more science because I know there's been differences of opinion and uh, that's a new way of life. And I'm not sure I'm prepared to live that way. The new normal, I'm not happy with. I like the old normal and I'm really ready to go to the new normal. And I would just say, uh, this is my thought too. Thomas Jefferson said this. He said, I prefer dangerous freedom over peaceful slavery. He was only our third president and one of the writers of the Declaration of Independence. So I always tell my friends, stay safe, but stay free. Do not lose your freedom over this. Amen to that. And, you know, when when you add all of the different ways in which we, we as a society, are trying to make sure that people follow these rules, some people think that in some cases they go too far. So what we're doing is we're really balancing 
personal freedom with public safety. And when it comes to restaurants, I almost can't think of a better example where you have a series of, let's call them risk factors, in one place at one time. It is probably easier to socially distance and keep your mask on if you're shopping at a store or, or if you're standing in a line where there's chalk on the ground. It's probably harder where you're coming in and out of a restaurant. And the temperature taking, that is very, very important. Uh, and that alone, people understand. But what has gotten some play lately is the way and the manner in which people are surveilled. And sometimes that has to do with temperature taking by drone. Have you heard about this? I've heard about it. I haven't seen it. I'm, I've been looking for those drones over my head, but uh, they <laughs> may be there. Uh, but it is very worrisome, too. I mean, if anybody gets a temperature for any reason, are, are we going to have to quarantine for 14 days? What if it's the flu? What if it's the cold coming on? Well, I think one of the, the silver linings, as we say, the news on Dr. Wendy is always about the silver lining, is as we begin to learn more, not only about the virus, but about the how long it lasts, how long you're contagious, what about the antibodies, we will no doubt see some of these social restrictions adapt. They're going to evolve. They're going to keep up with the science as we know it. And that is going to be a wonderful thing to see, as is the fact that not only are we all in this together, but I've seen an enormous amount of social bonding going on in the last 12 months, in the last maybe even six weeks, the last three months for sure, since March, since we all closed down. And that has really been heartening to see how not only can we live together in community, but really help each other move through this together. So yes, we'll be going out to restaurants. Yes, we'll be getting our retail pickup as now we're allowed to do. And that's one of the other things that I think is going to be great and that we'll continue to talk about is the positives, the silver lining, more time with your family all of the above as we continue to move forward collectively. So we want to thank everybody for, for joining us tonight. Uh, thank you for uh, letting us spend a little bit of our Saturday night with you. And we hope that you'll join us at the same time next week as we continue with our next episode of Live with Dr. Wendy, Headlines with a Silver Lining. This edition of Live with Dr. Wendy has been sponsored by Trinity Law School, Learn the Law, live the faith. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next week, same time. Thank you for joining us for Live with Dr. Wendy. You can learn more about Dr. Wendy and how to become a guest or sponsor of the show by visiting wendypatrickphd.com. That's wendypatrickphd.com. Tune in every week at this same time as Dr. Wendy will engage and inspire you with an upbeat viewpoint on the highlights of the day. This has been Live with Dr. Wendy on The Answer San Diego. This program is sponsored by Larry Dersham.